much for joining us today. It is Friday on Lunch Plus, and we have an awesome episode in store for you. And Paul's back. Paul's back. We've got I'm back. Paul from Outer Space. Da, 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 da. No, okay. no, no. As we're hopping on, <laughs> make sure that you comment, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that we can say hello to you. It is family chat time here on the broadcast, and we've got an awesome episode. What is in store for them today, Mr. Crabtree? Today we have, uh, we're starting off with taste test battles. This is, this mm. is a jam-packed day. Yes. <laughs> All right, this, this is a full day. We've got taste test battles. After that, we have what's good. Uh, after what's good, we have some prayer, and then after prayer, we're going to be having a uh, special homemade Star Worldwide Wars premiere. Worldwide premiere of a Star Wars parody. It's going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. And then uh, after that, we will be going into the man who would be king. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. Debbie Myers, thank you for subscribing over on yeah. YouTube. It's great to have you with us today. I know Johnny and Holly and Kevin and Debbie and Rachel, they all say hi as you're hopping on. Tell us hello so that way we can say hello back to you and share the broadcast. It really is going to be a good one. And y'all buckle up for the worldwide premiere of Solar Skirmishes. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. But first, it's fam time, which means time. it's time to chit-chat about some questions that Buddy has super been enjoying this week. And, <laughs> like, they've been his favorites. I feel like there's probably gross ones in there today because I remember typing them, and so it's appropriate that you're on too. That's great. So <laughs> Kevin says that Paul, your shirt rocks as usual. Thank you. Thank Julie, you. hey Julie. Julie. Okay. Question number one. Here we go. Have you ever tried cutting your own hair? I used to cut my own hair all the time. Wow. That's why I cut all of his hair a lot. <laughs> Did you as a kid like? Oh, when I was little? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, when I was little, I pretty much had a shaved head. I had the, mm. the military GI flat top. Nice. So it didn't really take much skill. You just take the buzzer and just go straight up the side and then straight across the top. Nice. <laughs> uh, Holly says she never has. William never has. William has, like, the flipping hair, oh. like, the flippy hair. It's excellent. Flippy hair. Julie <laughs> says that she has. Wow. Uh, Kevin says that he did, and it was a big mistake. Lisa Lamb, we love you so much. Rachel said that she tried cutting her toy's hair, but not her own that she knows of. I feel like you did, because you had a reaction. So. I just remembered a good one, Well, too. when I was in college. Oh. <laughs> this isn't like when I was like five years old. When I was college, I, in college, I took a pair of scissors and tried to uh, trim the back. Oh, no. Without a mirror or no. anything. Forgot you got you to double. And so like, at, like right up here, I cut it all the way to the skin. And so I tried, I like told my friend like, hey, can you, can you like even out my hairline? <laughs> so he did. And my hairline literally went like up to my ear and just straight across the back of my head. It looked so horrible. So I had to shave my head. So I was bald for like a month. Like that was the first time I ever got a sunburn on the top of my head. I remember, I think I was maybe Scarlett's age. I think I was like seven. And my sister, is four years older than me, so all her friends, and I had a big crush on one of her, her friends, and I used to have like that alfalfa cowlick, oh, no. and she was coming over, and it wouldn't lay down, so I got the scissors out. Well, I cut a bald circle in the top, so, and, but then my mom would not let me wear a hat. Yeah, like, I wouldn't let you wear a hat either. She would not let me wear a hat, 100%. and I was really upset. So like the whole time, like I made sure like 
I would stay face to face and I like turn my head. <laughs> yeah. Jade said that she has and that she's given herself bangs a few times and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. <laughs> Kevin says he also tried to cut a guy's hair in the army and he did really badly. They were gapped up something <laughs> awful. I had a friend, I never cut my own hair. Like I, I never did. I know my skills, that's not one of them. It's why I won't cut George's hair. But I had a friend who had like, I don't know, what that is. I don't know where that came from. It just cool. fell on my arm. It's not leaving. Okay. <laughs> I had a friend who had like super spiral curly hair, and she decided that her bangs were annoying her, so she just cut them off. Uh, but when they grew back, they just grew back as like horns. <laughs> like, like, so she has lots of pictures from high school where she just wore a bandana all the time, but you could see it like. That's so funny. <laughs> Tiffany says that she still does cut her hair, her hair sometimes, and of course, every single Barbie she ever owned got styled by Tiffany. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, question number two. That's so funny. Have you ever tried to chase your own shadow? I, I, I have. I, I don't believe I have. I have. Not now. Like, it's not like I'm outside going, I'm going to get you. But I remember watching Peter Pan and the shadow separated. I'm like, Psh, I'm going to catch my own shadow. You just fall on the ground. Basically, like it's hugging time. <laughs> I just want to hug. I, 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 like, I have memories of running around like my driveway, like trying to get it. I for sure yeah, do. Uh, Rachel did. She says, absolutely. <laughs> William. William's my people. William says, thanks to Peter Pan, I can say I have. William. I want William's. A, a shirt like Williams. Williams shirt today says vote for Pedro. I won't. I would like. I'd like to have that shirt. I like that everyone so far has been like on. Yes, I have. That makes me feel better. Wait. Holly says that she did as a child. Tiffany says that she has. Jade says that she's gotten lots of children to do I this. I think Jade's probably them. done this. <laughs> hey, you guys, you better start chasing your shadows. See if you can catch yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch them. <laughs> it's a good way to get them tired. There you go. Like I used to do that in kindergarten like to the kindergartners that I taught. Like, okay, go catch it. And then they'd chill out. Um, so Good one, Kevin. Johnny says that he has. Kevin says, yeah, so I was able to differentiate between Peter Pan and reality. Well, That's good. that was happy. <laughs> um, Tiffany says that she remembers being terrified when she was like three, super early memory of chasing your shadow. Like, of were her, you scared like, of Have it? you ever seen those videos of like little kids that are afraid of their own shadow? They're no. Like, they're like walking, they're like, ah, and they freak out. No. You've never seen those videos? Uh, they're hilarious. There's, yeah, That's interesting. So I'm, it's I'm it's right there with the ones that are like scared to touch the grass. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany says she was terrified of her shadow. That's so interesting. I've never heard of that. That's okay, funny. question number three. Uh, have you ever licked a popsicle and gotten it stuck on your tongue? Who hasn't? Not right? a popsicle. Yeah. I have, like, if my tongue's been really Like, dry I've been that before. kid that's tried to, like, on the pole outside. For sure. I can see and that. And that was not a fun experience. You actually tried to lick I it? I did. I did. I've seen it in Christmas Story, and yeah. I wanted to see if it really happened, and it really does. It, it will. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it hurts really like bad. I feel a follow-up question. Have you ever licked a pole? <laughs> William says that he's done this voluntarily. Rachel says that she has. Julie has. Um, I've done this both with a popsicle. <laughs> I've done this both with a popsicle and with a pole. Like, in Maine, I absolutely got my tongue stuck to a pole outside, and it was I not I feel like exciting. in Maine, that would be like... 
yeah, that could be like a life or death situation. <laughs> like, yeah, like they might have to amputate. No like joke. down here, it don't get as cold. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you wait just a while. Wait about twenty minutes. The weather will change. You're good. You can pull back. <laughs> Kevin says that he's done this before with a grape uh, popsicle, and it was traumatizing. So much so that he remembers the flavor of the popsicle. Uh, Holly says that she has. And to Johnny this day, Kevin not. does not eat grape popsicles. No joke. <laughs> like if they're cold enough, and your tongue is not like. Like, I don't like that word. If it is not, like, liquefied enough, then... Jade, Jade's the same with it. She, she's not like that. Do you guys like the word moist? It's the most disgusting word. <laughs> I don't even like that I just said it. But, yeah, if your tongue is not damp enough, then it makes I feel like a popsicle that's, dangerous. That's no better. I... Holly says, just the popsicle, never a pull. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that it's just me and Paul. That's not surprising. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Fourth question. Oh, the day. Oh, the day. Have you ever tried eating a crayon to see what it tasted like? Don't believe I have. Don't think I ever did. Thank you goodness have. that <laughs> Thank goodness that when I was little, they didn't have like the, the like fruit scented crayons like they do now. Now, if they would have had those when I was little, probably it was like, oh, it smells like cherries. <laughs> but thank goodness that didn't come out until now. I, I don't remember why, but I know for sure I have. Like, I have a memory of biting into the crayon and then being like, huh, that's, that's wrong. Like, but it also has the same texture of like Hershey's chocolate. So, oh, I promise. I promise. Hershey's How hard chocolate. How you bite into it? I was going like, to say. Like, you bite off the tip of it. Crayons are like whack. So is Hershey's chocolate. Oh, it's I chocolate. I still promise. But Hershey's chocolate has a very large wax consistency, like part of it. Uh, Interesting. We'll agree to disagree on that well, one. So <laughs> I've never been into Googling a crayon. <laughs> never been into a crayon, but my old kids pastor, we would um, bite our birthday candles, like bite into those, Ew. and we would give it to him, and he would have <laughs> a bunch of chewed birthday candles on his... Uh, Shelf. Looking back, it's weird. <laughs> Looking back, it's, it's weird to think about. But, Moving on. <laughs> but, so, like, that's the only, like, because I feel like since that's wax and yes. crayons are yes. the same thing, I would, I would have an idea of what that would be like. I missed whoever commented before Holly, so whoever says I licked it and then back down, I'm really that curious. Was, that, was that was EO. That was EO? I love EO. Holly that says, was wisdom. Yes, when I, I was a child. I like how Holly follow, follows everything with when I was a child. Just to clarify, <laughs> I'm not currently <laughs> fighting into I crap. feel like it would be way more fun for us to just be like, yes, I've done this, and just leave it mm -hmm. and let everyone suspect, yeah, right. look at what Barrett and Paul and Buddy do. Well, I noticed a lot Johnny of Johnny Shaver's uh, comment. A lot of uh -oh. mine are, though, when I was in college, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a baby. Ha uh, Kevin says, no, who does this? Holly says, a new challenge, crayon or Hershey's chocolate. <laughs> And then Johnny says, no, he hasn't done this because he's not a Marine. Um, I didn't say that. Those are like fighting words. I didn't say that at all. I'm <laughs> well, Kevin, Kevin's, what was on Kevin's the phone screen. Just those those are like fighting words. Um, we <laughs> have like Air Force Johnny and Army and Kevin, like Army, George and Kevin, and then Marine Pastor. So I like, I'm, I'm out. Um, I feel, I feel Ooh, uncomfortable. This. Uh, Kevin says, I love you, Johnny. <laughs> there goes Pastor, LOL. I, I'm hoping that's Pastor saying LOL. It could just be Marky, like, commenting, like, I'm going to ease the tension. <laughs> Do we have another question, Marky Mark? Oh. oh. One more. Last one. Super quick. 
I think this is the gross one. Did you ever? Uh, nah, let's <laughs> pick just and this save one. your boogers. I pick never and saved save. them. How would you? Let's save redo them? this. How about this? I'm looking there's, at you there's because there's two types of, of kids. There's two types of kids. There's, I want to know what type of kid you are. There's a flicker and an eater. Yep. Which one were you? Oh, yeah. Flicker. I was definitely a flicker. Yeah. Flicker. Or I would hide it. Like yep. my aunt had the, like this ginormous like wicker chair that had like this cover that came over it, and I loved that chair when I was little. And then when they moved, she found out that was my hiding spot. And it was like covered in like bookers underneath where I would pick and just wipe underneath the chair. Ew. Holly says no, not even as a child. Uh, <laughs> not even. Rachel says, you know, um, the LOL was from Pastor Brian. Um, Holly is laughing really hard. I, I was, I was not, snot really grossed me out as a kid. So I was, but I know kids that saved it in their desks. Like I had a kid who had like a booger corner and he just pick and scrape. And that no, was I mean, I've came home now. And after like working all day and you get sawdust and you get some crazy ones, like I've been known to pick one and go, Jade, look at that. Ew. Like, <laughs> Ew. Uh -uh. Kevin says there's two types of kids, those who ate their boogers and those who lied that they didn't. I did not. <laughs> like I can honestly say hey, that is something. I did. I, I ate coins, but not, I didn't eat my not boogers. Not even out of curiosity. <laughs> no. I'm going to introduce you to a I new game. Them. Next no. time you go out to public like Walmart, play the game. I'll start watching the kids and watch them because you'll see the thing oh, yeah. go and then just stand back and are you a flicker or are you an eater? And you'll watch and uh -huh. you'll know. It's I, a fun game to play. I knew, <laughs> I knew which of my kindergartners, when I taught kindergarten, I knew which of them did what, and I knew which hands not to touch and which ones to make That's them wash funny. their hands many times. That's funny. Well, this has been Family Chat. We thank you so much <laughs> for being on with us. We will be back in 30 seconds with our next segment, the Taste Bud Taste test battle. Taste test battle. That's what it is. Okay, we'll see you too soon. coming up first we're going to be starting off with the taste test battle battle <laughs> <laughs> taste test battles yes uh, after the taste test battles we will be having another segment of what's good i'm looking forward to that one after what's good we're going to have a time of prayer uh really excited about that one as well but after prayer we have our star wars parody we pre-recorded edited it it's gonna be Something. Um, <laughs> Something. Uh, we're calling it Solar Skirmishes. It's going to be awesome, so stick around for that. After that, we will have the man who would be king. It's Already. Be... It says that there's no sounds. Are we unmuted and good? We're good Awesome. Now. Okay, yeah. It's our worldwide premiere of Solar Skirmishes. It's going to be so great. And, y'all, we just love you so much. Up right now, do you think that all chicken nuggets taste the same? Are all chicken nuggets created equal? Find out in taste test battles. Bump a dum. Hello, my chicken nuggets, and welcome 
to the next installment of Taste Test Battles. <laughs> that was the We Are Farmers <laughs> theme song. I hope that's not copyrighted. All right, well, what this game is, this is actually one of my favorite games because it involves food that doesn't destroy us. Amen. Um, today we are going through chicken nuggets from five different restaurants. We got Burger King. I didn't point at Burger King, but we, but we also have McDonald's and Bojangles and Cookout and Wendy's. So uh, what we're going to be doing is these two are going to be battling against each other. And what we're going to do is we're going to give them a chicken nugget from each place, and they're going to have to guess where they think it's from. All right, Serena, are you confident? I am so... Well, are you confident? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not confident. Okay. That's good. Are you confident, Abby? Uh, not really, but ha it'll be okay. Have you eaten a lot of fast food in your time? Uh, I of live existing? off of fast food. Okay, honestly. what about you, Serena? I have not eaten much, and I only had bojangle Bojangles. <laughs> Bajangles and cookout for the first time, like since moving here. So, so that's where I'm at. Put in like the comments who you think is gonna win. <laughs> I, I have I have a lot of confidence for uh, a specific individual. So, and it's of course it's you, honey. Of course it's you. All right, so we're gonna get this started. All right, you guys ready? ready. All right, we yep. will start here. I will give you each a chicken nugget. Take a half a bite so that I can know so that I can locate where you guess it's from. I'm gonna guess McDonald's. Final guess? Or Wendy's. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think it's McDonald's. So much silence. I kind of forgot the options. <laughs> that's what but I'm in. gonna guess Burger King? I'm gonna put it in right. Wendy's for now. All right, I'll take that. Put that there. I'll take this and put it here. All right, moving on to the next one. I didn't love that one. That one had like pepper. You could taste it. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's I bet this is made with real chicken. <laughs> Sounds like a good endorsement. Mm-hmm. I probably want to go with maybe cookout. Okay. Because I have more more faith in that than like Burger King or. <laughs> what are the options again? All right, I'm gonna start from one end and go to the other yeah, so that right I don't, ahead. you know, mix, mix things up. We have McDonald's, we have Bajangles, we have Bajangles. we have Cookout, we have uh, Burger King and Wendy's. My guess is Bojangles. I've never had their chicken nuggets, but it tastes like Bojangles. All righty then, let's move on to. Ooh, a big piece. <laughs> I mean, that was tough. I mean, this is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Mm, McDonald's. Is that where you're going with? Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's Wendy's. All right. Two more. I'll give you that one. Have we been guessing, ever, like, differently every time? I think so. Okay. I believe so. Ow. Mm. This is kind of tough. This is Burger King. Um, I well, you already have one at Burger King. Actually. Oh. Then I'll put that one at Cookout. I want to. All right. 
And this one at Burger King. I want to put this at McDonald's or Burger King. <laughs> Do I have something at Burger King yet? No, ma'am. Okay, I'm going to put it in Burger King. All right. And then our final one. Which one have I not done? <laughs> this one. There you go. Which one have I not guessed yet? You have not guessed Bojangles yet. And Abby, you have not guessed McDonald's yet. Yeah, I think this is McDonald's. I right. do think that this is McDonald's, but could I try the one that I put in McDonald's place? Yeah, take a small bite out of that. I really hope y'all can't hear me chewing. I know, because it's loud. Be super dis I'm sorry. I'm going to put this in. Bojangles? Final answer? Yeah. All right. I'm mm. going to set that down. You can take your blindfolds off. Oh, the light. <laughs> the light. Oh, <laughs> goodness. There's a lot of light here. So. Hi. <laughs> I can tell you which ones they are. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I will tell you this. There's only one of these chicken nuggets that are in the right spot. Out of both of us? Really? Huh? No, no, no. Serena, you got none of them right. I love you, though. Abby, the only one you got right was Bojangles. Yeah. Wow. It tastes like they're chicken tenders. Yeah. Was that their well, chicken tenders? Well, it was tenders? their chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> we had to look them up Just and pretend like they're chicken nuggets. Um, well, if you look at these, they all this look looks... pretty identical. The, o the only one I, c I could tell, like, just by touching it, was the McDonald's one. Like, yeah. they feel Did we not? Fake. I didn't get McDonald's right. <laughs> huh? Hmm. You did not get a single one. They're lighter colored. I love you so that's, much, though. That's good. You're the best. That was a really <laughs> fun I'm game. So that was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed watching you eat it. Now we're probably going to take the next like five minutes and just like, scarf these down. But guys, thank you so much for joining us for this installment of Taste Test Battles, where our winner today was... Abigail Wright. Just well done. Barely. <laughs> Just barely. Just you barely. won by getting one of them right. <laughs> this is like one of the few the few times when when having one out of five is yeah, still it's, win. it's good. <laughs> it's still right, well, any hey guys, day, any day eating chicken nuggets is a winning day. That is Let's true. Be honest. We're all winners uh, when we eat chicken nuggets. All right. Well, we will see you guys next time on Taste Test Battles. See ya. everyone and welcome to the next segment of What's Good. I'm your host Abby Wright and today we will be talking about what's good. First off today we have a woman in our church who actually owns a salon and she needed a new pedicure chair and if I heard right I believe those are $2,500 for the one that she needed and she was just praying and believing and putting her faith in the Lord and she was able to get it this week for $300. I believe I need to make an appointment just to support her business. I think that would be amazing. And just praise the Lord for that favor. That's awesome. Also, the same woman putting her faith, putting her trust in the Lord, she had had something wrong with her foot. She was having to take medicine for it. It just wasn't right. And she went to a service 
and just really put her faith in for healing because she believed the Lord had already given her healing. She just needed to grab a hold of it. And she did, and she's off her medicine now. It is completely healed. Praise the Lord. It's just so amazing. God is awesome. Also this week, in Rowan County, North Carolina, there was a highway patrolman, I believe, who was just patrolling the highway, and he saw this car that seemed to be smoking and getting on fire on the side of the road. So he pulled over, and then he saw that there was a person in the driver's seat. So he ran over. It turned out to be an elderly woman, and she was stuck, and the car was on fire. So he saved her, got her out of there, and as they were walking away, it was engulfed in flames. I imagine it in slow motion, much like every action movie known to man, as the highway patrolman and the elderly woman walked off, a huge explosion behind them. So either way, it's a true story, whether it happened that way or not with the huge explosion. I don't know. But everyone's okay, and that's, that's what mostly matters. Although I feel like it'd be pretty cool if there was an explosion behind them. Anyways, next, we have a man on his giant rainbow unicorn floating who was fishing off of it, caught this huge fish. Can you see how big? That's a huge fish. Caught it off of his rainbow unicorn floating. Guys, dreams come true, and I just, that's amazing. I don't know how better to end the week off with that. That's awesome. Also, we have some residents in a nursing home who are still in lockdown. And to make the most of their time, they decided that they would recreate album covers. So we have Vera, Vera? I, I was told how to pronounce this and I kind of forgot their name. Whatever her name is, Vera, Vera. She did Adele. Next we have Taylor Swift. And we have Michael Jackson. They're just absolutely adorable. And I say adorable, not demeaning, because I know they're older than I am. But it's, it's really cute, and it's amazing. And that's all I have for you today. If you have good news, any testimonies, we want to hear from you. We love you guys, and we want to help everyone. The Bible says, think on things that are worthy of praise. And that's what we want to help you do here. So send us your testimonies, your good news, your fun random stories about rainbow unicorn floaties, whatever you want. We want to hear from you. And we will see you next time. On to our next segment. Amen. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. We have Pastor Brian with us, and we are going to be taking the next few minutes and praying for and with you. God is good, Amen. and I'm excited you're here today. Amen. 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 I'm ready to get serious. <laughs> serious. Serious. <laughs> well, as I was praying about prayer, you know, there was a verse that came up to me. I was listening to Brother Kenneth Hagin talk on prayer, and he was preaching out of John 15. And so I just want to put a verse in our spirits before we go before the Lord. In John 15, Jesus is talking. This is all red letters. And he says in verse 4, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. 
And then if you go to verse 7, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Verse 8, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. So here's the thing. Today, I want, we want to be praying for you to be in deep intimacy with God. Today is a day of just refreshing. Yeah. You know, maybe it's been a week where stuff has been coming and it's felt like you've been pulled this way and that way yes. and stuff's been happening. It's time to lay all that aside, yeah. and today is the day to abide. Because here's the thing, God is glorified as you abide in him. Because when we abide in him and his words abide in us, then our prayers are answered. We're yes. going to pray the will of God. And as our prayers are answered, he's glorified. That's what brings God glory, your prayers being answered, yeah. the power of God being released. So right now, do you have anything before we uh, hop in? It's funny because just yesterday afternoon I was in these exact verses. So, That's cool. Yeah, the, Lord, the Lord's saying something. He wants us to abide in him, and we're going to abide in him just yeah. in prayer. And as we abide in him, you know, we're not praying uh, because our flesh or our corrupted yeah. you know, nature wants to do this. We're praying because we're choosing. We're making a yeah. choice. Lord, we're going to do what you told us to do. Praying always. Amen. We're doing what you say. We're doing it how you say. We're abiding in you. And see, if we'll do that and we'll place ourselves in him, he will place himself in us and yeah. in our prayers and our prayers will work. Yeah. And that's what that's saying. Yeah, our prayer, we then pray out the perfect will of God yes, because amen. it's him praying. So right now we're going to hop into prayer and I just want you to visualize, you know, whatever this week has been, good, bad, whatever, just picture yourself Thank holding you, it Father. and then throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter what it has been. Right now yeah. is brand new. So, Lord, we thank you. Thank we you, thank you, Father, for this day, for this moment. Thank and just you, pray Father. along with us. You know, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you desire to abide with us. We thank, thank you, you God, that your heart is for us and not against us. You know, let's just all pray together and say, Jesus, Jesus right now, right now. I Give myself to you. I give myself to you. I repent for anything that may have held me back this week. I repent for anything that may have held me back I this week. I lay down any care I may have picked up. I lay down any care I may have picked up. And I lay aside every bit of responsibility. And I lay aside every bit of responsibility. Of what the rest of my day holds. Of what the... Rest of my day holds. You care for me. You care for me. You provide for me. You provide for you me. You love me. You love me. I am not anointed to care for myself. I'm not anointed to care for myself. You are anointed to care for me. You're anointed to and care so for me. And so right now. Right now. I ask Lord. I ask Lord. That you refresh me. That you refresh me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me to the overflow. Fill me to the overflow. Fill me to the overflow. Fill me to the right overflow. Right now. Right now. I abide in you. I abide in you. And you abide in me. You abide in Your me. spirit abides in my spirit. Your spirit abides in my spirit. And my prayers, and my prayers are heard by you. Are heard by you. And you answer me. And you answer me. And I find you as I seek you. And I find you as I seek you. 
And now we pray together the perfect Thank will of you, God. Father. Hallelujah. Glory Lord, we praise you. Thank, Thank you, Father. Jesus, for this day. Thank you, Thank Lord. you for brand new intimacy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for refreshing us today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you have lifted every weight and care off of us as we've handed Thank them you, to Father. you. Thank you, Lord, that you are stripping away anything that once held us bound. We are free because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is liberty. And we are filled with the Holy Spirit, which means no evil thing can stick to us. No evil thing can stick to us. Every person on this broadcast watching right now that's under the sound of my voice in Thank the name you, of Jesus. Every Thank weight, you, everything that was sent to steal, kill, and destroy you, it is burned off by the fire of God. Let the fire of God consume every person watching. Yes. Let it fall upon them. Let the salt of the earth, we are the salt. Let the salt of the earth rise up and every yeah. leech of the enemy dies as salt rises up because salt does not have leeches attach itself to it. It can, they cannot be there. In Thank the name Father. of Jesus, every weight is Thank burned. You, Everything that's not of God, it is removed. Only the pure, only the light, only the easy, only the hopeful, only good and perfect things remain for those who are abiding in God. In the name of Jesus, I command hope to rise up today in the lives of people. I command a spirit of hope in those that are watching and those that would watch. There is Thank no respecter you, of time in the spirit. There's no respecter of space. We are all linked right now. So whether a person's watching from their office at work, whether they're driving down the road, whether they're here in person, in the name of Jesus, hope rises up now. Thank Grace, you, Father. peace be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Light of God shine on every person watching. Let your light shine gloriously on every single person watching in Thank the name you, of Jesus. Soko Thank you for your goodness and your mercy Thank that's you, following Lord. us, Lord. Thank, Thank you, you for Father. your plan. Thank you for yes. everything that you're bringing about. Yes. Thank you, Father, of your promise to give us a yes. future and a hope so for us so to fare well yes. and no plan for calamity. No plan. Lord, we thank you. A part of prayer is your thanksgiving. Yes. You said be always be thankful. Yes. Lord, we thank you. Thank, thank you. you that you have no plan for thank our you. calamity. No plan. You have no plan for calamity in thank our lives. You, Father. You have have no plan for Thank our calamity you, in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank, Thank you, you that the plans you do have gives us a future, yes. gives us an expectation, yes. gives us a joy, yes. gives us a confidence. That's what hope is. Thank you, Lord, that your plans give us yes. hope. Your plans yes. have a future. Our life is not ending. We have a future. Yes. Our life is not stagnant. We have a future. Yes. Our life is not sitting still. Yes. We have a future, yes. Lord. We're going fo forward. Every day gets brighter and brighter. Yes. Every step brighter and brighter to the noonday sun. We have a future. Yes. We abide in you and you abide in us. You're not taking us to calamity. You're taking us to a future, yes. a glorious future. Future, future. A, a future that fares well. We fare well in yes. the world. We fare well in our job. We fare well in everything that we do. Glory to God. And just confess that right now. Say, I have yeah. a future and I it's good. I have a future. Put it in the comments. I have a future and it's good. 
My future is already planned for me. God has my future in his hands, and it's a good future. It's thank a hopeful you, future. Yeah, it's a future you, with promise. Lord, thank you for that future. We are in it now. We're not waiting for your good things to come to pass. We have them right now. Yes, we have you. your blessings right now. We thank have you, your Father. benefits right now. We yeah. have your presence right now. And thank in you, your Lord. presence, there's fullness of joy. Lord, I thank you that every person watching every person under the sound of our voice joy yes. is ours now joy is theirs yes. now joy flushes out every bit of depression joy breaks the yoke of bondage joy breaks the yoke of bondage today in jesus name someone is watching and there has been a spirit of heaviness that's come upon you joy breaks yes. that yoke of heaviness today yep. joy breaks that yoke of bondage today it's yours hope is yours that thing that was plaguing you that thing that was telling you it's never going to work out it's only going to get worse hope is yours today god's future for you is set yep. and it's certain and no evil thing can knock you off course because you are the kept of the Lord. You are kept in the shadow of, of his wing and that thing it works out now as you make these your confessions and you claim God is my hope. God is my future and he only has good things for me. Keep writing it in the comments. I have a future yes. and it is good. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I have a future and it's good. Each day we're doing confessions. I'm going to put it up right now. Mm -hmm. Let's confess this. And yeah. this is our confession six and seven. Yes. We keep increasing, keep increasing in, wisdom in wisdom and stature and, stature. and in favor, and with, in God favor and man. with God and man. That Jesus in Luke 2.52 says we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. In wisdom and stature yes. and favor with God and man. Yes. Uh, stature means maturity. Every day we're increasing, we're increasing, we're increasing. Yes. Say it with me now. We keep increasing. We Put keep it back on the screen. Increasing. We keep increasing in wisdom, in wisdom and stature, stature and, and favor, favor with, with God, God and man. man. Glory to God. And uh, seven, and the, the struggle, struggle is over. The struggle yeah. is over over. Yeah. Glory to God. Type that into the comments right now. The struggle is over. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Throw some hands up. The struggle is over. You struggle with nothing. Amen. No thing do you struggle with. It's easy and, and it's light, light and it works out for you because those that love the Lord, he works all things for the yes. good for those who love him and keep his commandments and obey him. If you love the Lord, it's working out for you today. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I enjoyed that. Me Hallelujah. Too. And now, and now we have something I am so excited about. <laughs> I feel like this is your favorite. It is. I am so, so excited. <laughs> the worldwide premiere of Solar Skirmishes, a Star Wars parody. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so looking for I've not seen it. I'm looking forward to it's it. It's good. Y'all ready? Let's do it.
Hey, mister. Which way to the beach? Where? 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 Hi. Help me, Pokey Pokey. You're my only hope. Sorcery. <laughs> Mr. Old Hokey Pokey, somebody needs your help. I think something's going on. What? Someone, someone, someone needs your help. Oh, oh, oh. Here, take this. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Dang it, boy. Thank you. This is an Invisisaber. You are the worst janitor we have here. Is that what gets me choked? Is my whistling so bad it gets me choked? My name is Zanzolo. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Justice. I see you have a signal as well. Battery must have run out of energy. Oh look! I've been impaled. No! <laughs> Not open. <laughs> well, that happened, and that exists now, forever on the internet. That was Solar Skirmishes. I hope you all enjoyed that very much so. We worked very hard to get that to you. Uh, but now, now we're going to be transitioning into the Word. Uh, I know Pastor Brian and Paul have a powerful word for you guys today. So without further ado, let's transition over to the man who would be king, part 51. 51. <laughs> it's been going a while. We've been, doing, we've been doing the live broadcast at noon for over 51 days is what that means. Yeah, that's... Wow, that kind of went by seem, fast. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't seem like it's been that long. That's over. That's six weeks at least of daily live broadcasts. 
Thank you so much for being with us. <laughs> Chris Griffin said solar skirmishes, impressive, most impressive. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I feel like I am completely flushed because I was laughing so hard. Carmona family, hey. I love you guys so much. It's good to see you. <laughs> Natalie says she loved it. Johnny said that was awesome. I want to see it again. That's so good. Did you enjoy it? Oh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I, I love how when, uh, what was it, Hokey Pokey Kenobi gets killed, <laughs> Kevin said, I peed myself a little. <laughs> they, <laughs> when they drop his rope. <laughs> the, the choking was pretty funny. Yeah, that was good. Oh, that's what I get choked for, for whistling too loud? Jade, Jade would Jade agree. would, yeah. <laughs> Jade would agree. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. You saw the world premiere. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. For free. <laughs> saw it for free. For free, it's true. <laughs> Our gift to you. I've been looking forward to seeing that all week long. Actually, since we had the idea several weeks ago. So, question, just to give them something. Is that the first of many parodies? Yes, they say yes. So look for another, maybe another Solar Skirmishes parody. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, so, I mean, it's true. We can just go down the line. That would be awesome. I would love it. <laughs> well, we just welcome you. If you haven't done it already, please share the broadcast. Uh, we're talking about the man who would be king, the person who would be a leader, a president of a, com a company or a country, a king of a country. Uh, a manager, a supervisor, and I'm so glad you got to be here today. We're also talking about uh, ministers, you know, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. How about this? Just a servant leader, uh, just a servant leader that every Christian is supposed to be. Every Christian is supposed to make disciples. How can they make disciples if they don't actually lead people yeah. uh, in that way? So in order to lead properly, though, we have to study to show ourselves proof. So we've been uh, looking at uh, the tale of King Saul and looking at the life of King David, both of those guys and their lives. And in that, we're seeing many things. So we're in 2 Samuel chapter 5. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, what we saw yesterday was that David was just anointed king over both Judah and Israel. So now David is, over, is king over all of the people of God. And then he moves to Jerusalem. Now at that time, the Jebusites uh, had control of Jerusalem, and nobody was able to uh, basically attack their stronghold and win. And they made fun of David, saying, we don't even have to send our soldiers to fight. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just set the blind and the lame up, and they'll keep them out. And God gave him some supernatural wisdom to use the water tunnel. If you didn't yeah. see yesterday's broadcast... That was good. Highly recommend that. Uh, there's, you need to see uh, part of what we talked about. Well, we talked about a lot of good things, but one other thing uh, that we have to do is uh, make sure that we pay attention to the things that really God is anointing, and he anointed several things yesterday. Uh, God wants to give you the plan that will remove the strength out of the stronghold that's been coming against your life. That's what we talked about yesterday, and we talked about how to do that. But then, after you see that he takes control of that, uh, we're now in, I believe it's, we'll finish up in verse 8 here, uh, which finishes that story. David said on that day, 
Whoever, so 2 Samuel 5, verse 8, whoever would strike the Jebusites, let him reach the lame and the blind who are hated by David's soul through the water tunnel. Therefore they say, the blind or the lame shall not come into the house. So they had said that statement so much that David did not enjoy it and basically he was like, don't even say blind or lame around me. That's basically what that is saying there. Verse 9. So David lived in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And David built all around from the millow uh, and inward. And I told a story yesterday. I'm not going to go back and repeat it. But it was very cool. Back in January, I was actually in Israel and in Jerusalem. And I learned about this very story and how David won. But I also got to see the city of David and how archaeology is unearthing it. One of the coolest things that I saw. One of, it was really neat to, to see that. Verse 10, David became greater and greater for the Lord God of hosts was with him. You know, one of the things that we were really uh, discussing today, even in prayer, is that God wants to bless you. God wants to get uh, power into you. And when we see this verse 10 where David, who's anointed by God, called of God, uh, when he got in his rightful position, it wasn't that the things went down. He continued to get yeah. greater and greater and greater. And God has that plan for your life as well. God, listen to this. God has a position for you to be planted in. He has a body of believers to plant every believer in. Every believer has a place in the body of Christ, in a church. Every believer has a placement. And in our placement is the anointing that's simply waiting on us. Mm -hmm. How many people would like supernatural anointing to just start flowing in their life? Amen. Everybody else raised their hand too. Do you want, put it in the comments, put a hand up. Do you want supernatural, heavenly, God-sized anointing flowing in your life? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? I, I, I do. I do. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that means we have to get in our place. We have to be where God wants us to be. And see, David uh, was never really outside of that place up to this, not, not anything that was huge and major. Mm -hmm. But here we definitely see it, is that as he continued to just say, Lord, what do you want me to do, and be in that place, man, he, look at verse 10. David became greater and greater. That is God's plan for you. But here's the thing. We must draw on God's yeah. plan. And that means we have to put faith in his yeah. plan. We can't just go through life and be like, well, this is going to suck today. Yeah. That's not the way it works. No, we have to say, Lord, you are increasing me like we prayed earlier. Every step gets brighter and brighter right as, as it's going to the noonday sun. In other words, when the sun is in the sky at its highest peak and it's the brightest part of the day, God says your life is supposed to go brighter, 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 so that the glory is so much it's hard to even mm -hmm. see. That's the level that God has for you. But you don't get there. You don't get there by just waiting on it to happen. You have to apply faith to yeah. the promises. So when you see a promise like this, in verse 10, if you want to be the leader that God's called you to be, you, know, you don't become a leader by sitting back and not applying faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You see this, David became greater and greater. Yes, he was called to be king. Yes, he was anointed by God. But guess what? You're anointed by God. If yeah. you're his child, you're anointed by God. 
And if he'll do it for David, he'll do it for you. Now, David may have a different role than you do, different role than I do. But if he'll do it for David, he'll do it for you. He'll do it for you. He'll do it for you and you and you. That's what God wants to say. Lord, I see that. Our response is, Lord, I see that. Let me walk in some of that greater. I believe that I will. And Mark 11 is, I believe that I have received it. Amen. You have anything on that before we move on? It's just, there's always, sometimes we get frustrated with things, and I've recently, I've had this, and you feel like everything's coming down, but when you step back and you step into his peace yeah. and give him the chance to show you how to reroute, how to find that water tunnel yes. that's going to take you into where you're called to be, yes. to where your blessing is sitting, because sometimes it looks like you can't get to it. You can see it sometimes, but it's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to get this. You yes. Know, the world's attacking, especially right now. There's so much going on. with the sh- There's a shaking and happening. Things yes. are, are it's, there's a spiritual battles going on. And literally, you've got to stop Yes. in the midst of that chaos that's going around and find his peace and, okay, Lord, I know what your word tells me. Your word is true. It's my foundation. So show me where that's coming from. Yeah. Show me how to get how the victory is coming in this. Show me the path that I'm supposed to take this. Show me the words that I'm supposed to say in this moment kind of thing. And then wait, just like David did. Wait. Once he gives it, then you move forward. Because if not, then what you're doing is you're moving on your flesh. You're moving. It might seem like it's lining up with what it's supposed to do, but it can get you in some serious trouble. And it's not going to take you to where he's trying to get you to. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin makes a comment, and here's the thing. If you will put faith, no matter what you see or what you mm-hmm. feel, if you'll put faith in a loving Father, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin says, God will build the bridge between me and the impossibility. Yeah. So what you think is impossible is not impossible with God, but what feels impossible. It's not impossible with God. But you have to be in your place, mm-hmm. and one of those places is the place of faith. We must be people of faith. And uh, so we have to see the promises of God and apply them and walk in them. Remember, faith without works is dead. So I can't just say, oh, yeah, I have faith and then sit around in the junk. You know, I have to. uh, Nicole and I were talking just this morning. And uh, hey, Joe Sonora, good to see you, man. Uh, We love you. And uh, I was talking with Nicole just this morning. And one of the things that came up was that day where I was not having fun as a pastor and I was sitting there getting ready to preach on Sunday morning, and the Lord speaks to me and says, you're not having any fun. And my response was, you're right, I'm not. You know, and uh, I wasn't trying to be smart. I was just, he, I mean, well, I was going to hide my feelings from him. You know, what? I was like, no, nah, I'm not, you know. And uh, he said, and it was, he said, you need to choose joy. And so I just chose joy right then. I chose joy mm-hmm. instantly. That was an action of faith. You know, I felt like not choosing joy. But because I'm a person of faith, when he gave me a command, I put faith, and that means I put works with mm-hmm. my faith on his command, instantly yeah. it changed. 
Yeah. And from that day forward, I've had fun in ministry. I've had joy in ministry. But before that day, I wasn't always having fun. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was calling me. He said, you have to choose joy. And you can choose joy in your work. You yeah. can choose joy in your home, in your marriage, in your family. You can choose joy with your friends. You can choose. It's a choice. Yeah. That's why he says rejoice always. You think you always feel like joy? No. No, but you have to choose it. That's a faith action. That's an action of faith. And your faith affects the people that's around you. And sometimes that, that victory that he's trying to get you to, it doesn't necessarily come by you. It's the people that you surround yourself yes. with. Yes. Like with the situation, my, the victory in this situation didn't come from anything that I was doing. It actually came from the wisdom that he gave me in the moment yes. for Jade to step in and take. And... I had a con one of my subs, he was in fear. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get paid for this. I don't know. And I told him, we will. The yeah. word tells us Amen. we will get what we're yeah. owed. And when, at the end of the day, that's what happened. Well, the day he re I reached yeah. out, got him paid. Yeah. He went and met Jade at the bank and gave Jade cash out of his pocket because he was in such fear of not get thinking that he wasn't going to get his money. And us standing in her face saying, no, we will get our money. Yeah. It brought him to where he's like, he felt like he needed to give Jade money for <laughs> reaching out to do that. So not only did it fall on his wisdom, bless the business and get us what we were owed yeah. and get him his money. But then it also, because he used Jade in the moment, blessings fell on top of her for Amen. being obedient and doing what Amen. she was called to do. So see, it, it's important. That's why it's important about where you're planted. Yes. It's yes. important about seeking and waiting on him. Yeah, because he's going to lead you to it, and it's going to be better than what anything you think that you could do. And and Holly wrote, "I choose joy." And and just write this in the comments right now. From this day forward, and make it make it strong. And then as you type this in, make it yours. Yeah. Right from this day forward, I choose joy. And then meditate on that. You might even want to print that out and put it in your mirror, you know, right in front of where your face normally is. So you have to look around it every day. From this day forward, I choose joy. Glory to God. And Brittany said, makes a great, uh, that would do a lot of people good to put some stuff up and make some confession. Brittany's made a great statement. She said, amen, you have to trust where God places you and stays and stay there. Yeah. Amen. From this day forward, Kevin has autocorrect going on. He says, crime, this day forward, <laughs> instead of from this day forward. <laughs> crime, this day forward, I choose joy. You know what's funny about you talking about, write that on the mirror. When you go in the mirror and you stand there, and joy literally is on your face. That's awesome. Even if you don't feel like it, joy is literally That's on great. your face in that moment. Here, hey, <laughs> you know what you can do? This is... Go get you a uh, dry erase marker and do it on your mirror, joy in big bold letters. And then when you stand there, it literally will be on your face. Exactly. Yeah, joy. And that'll make you laugh just looking at it. Exactly. <laughs> Nicole and I do that. <laughs> you know, we do that. We put stuff in front of, in front of our face all the time. You know, it's important. Why? Because what we're doing is we're doing what uh, God told Joshua to do. Meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day yep. and night, and then you will make your way successful. So, amen. Let's continue to read here. Uh, so, David became greater and greater. Why? For the Lord God of hosts was 
with him. Verse 10, David became greater and greater for the Lord God of hosts was with him. Verse 11, then Hiram, see, and what makes somebody great? Why was David great? Because God was with him. Yeah. You see, we have the ability to have God with us all the time because of Jesus. Jesus gave us a door. The question is, are we walking through that door? Are we walking through that door? You know, are we walking through the door of Jesus? And we do that by faith. So in other words, like in a situation that hits you hard, uh, all of a sudden you have the choice to choose joy or not. If you choose joy, you walk through the door and you'll be with God and things will be great. But if you stay there, you know, know, making all kinds of, you know, being mad and all that stuff, you're standing outside of the place where God is, you won't be great. It won't be great. You've got to walk in by faith through Jesus and what he's done. And see, he was great because God was with him. We can approach God through Jesus Christ at any moment we want to. And so when we put on godliness, we put on joy, we put on faith, hope, love, we step through the door and we step right into the presence of God and the devil can't do anything about it because we have a right to be there. And so that's what we have to choose all the time. Amen. So let's look at verse 11. Uh, David became greater and greater. Then Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David with cedar trees and carpenters and stonemasons, and they built a house for David. What? What? I receive it too. Barrett said, I receive it. I receive it. You receive the Lord sending you helpers to build your house? Oh, do you? Put something in the comments then. My my goodness. I receive help from God. I receive help from God to build the house. Amen. I receive. I receive. He listen, the Lord put this on his heart and he sent all his good guys to build a house for David. Yeah. Glory to God. See, this is the kind of stuff that you don't just leave sitting on the table. A promise, you don't just leave sitting, oh yeah, there's a promise from God. Oh yeah, that's nice. Like we're going through an art gallery. Oh, golf clap. That's, that's so good. That was, I thought that'd be funny. Um, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things that Evangelist Mark did in the, in the message. Amen. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, that's so, so good. No, no, no. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, and the Lord is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. But the one must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder. We must give faith in God. So we pass by a promise of God. Jesus paid for You don't just golf clap it and like, oh, look, God's so good. No, you say, Lord, I believe in that. I believe in your goodness for David. I believe in that goodness for me, too. Why? It, and I've thought about it multiple times in uh, 2 Corinthians 9. Increase the harvest of your righteousness. There's a lot of people that are righteous, but very few have the harvest that God desires for them to have. And the only way you get the harvest that God desires for them to have is to put faith in what he's done. Faith with work. Faith with action. You believe that you have received and you put action on those things. We can't just pass by it like we like we're you know some snobby art gallery viewer you know not that all art gallery viewers are snobby but we can't just pass by it like some and be like oh that's so good do you see all that trash that trash put together and, and glued with the hot gun that's what great art 
Let's touch it. That is not God. That's not his promises. Stop acting like it. Take those, take those promises and look at them for what they yeah. are. That's the love of a father. That's the love of a father waiting on a child, waiting on a son or daughter to say, thank you, daddy, and receive his love. That's a manifestation of his love. We've got to go after these things. We've, we can't just take his love and cast it to the side. We must go after it. Why? Because God wants you to be in an abundance yeah. for every good work. An abundance for every good deed. Amen. Glory to God. Sent messengers to David with cedar trees and carpenters and stonemasons, and they built a house for David. I saw some of the stonework that they did while I was there. It was beautiful. Beautiful. From this time period. And David realized that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Now watch this. Verse 12. David realized. You ever have one of those aha moments, those eureka moments? Oh my goodness. I'm the pastor. You know, I remember when Nicole and I got married. It's like the first night... Uh, you know, we slept in our own house and we woke up the next morning. I went, oh my goodness, we're the adults now. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. This is what I imagine. David's like, the Lord has done what he said. He, he woke up and he mm -hmm. said, I'm the king over all of Israel. You know, they had anointed him in scriptures before this, but it's, no, no, I, and he placed me here. I am in Jerusalem, the city of David, as the king. Let me tell you something. Put this in the comments. God is faithful. If he gives you a promise, he will bring it to pass. God is faithful. God is faithful. But I want you to see, why did, why did uh, God exalt him? Watch this. In the same verse. David realized that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom, David's kingdom, from God for the sake of his people. With God, it's always about the people. I had a verse that was kind of sitting on me this morning. But listen, it's always about the people with God. Hear that. It's always about the people with God. Please put that in the comments. It's always about the people with God. See, a lot of people, a lot of people would only focus on what they can receive. But understand what just, hey, God gave a lot of promises, and they were, I mean, individually promises manifested to David. But why does he do it? For the people. But David's one of his people, right? He does it for the people. David's a recipient of that too. It's always about the people. This verse was sitting on me uh, today. Uh, Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. Yeah. Luke 19 verse 10. Please, please put that in the comments. For the Son of Man, for Jesus, has come. For what purpose? The Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. <clears throat> it's all about the people. 
But it also begs the question, are we doing the actions of Jesus? Are we seeking and saving the lost? You know, I know many people that are on this broadcast today and that are watching on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitch, and on Twitter, and different places that you may watch it. I know many of you have been here before. And, uh, but here's what I want you to see. This broadcast is about the people. Yeah. It's getting the word to the people. Why do we do a silly you know, Star Wars parody? Because that will be attractive to some people that won't come on here and listen to me talk about the man who would be king. They won't listen to me talk about that, but they'll watch a silly Star Wars parody. It's a wide net. But while they're here watching that, they start to see the joy and the faith and the love. And maybe just for a second, they listen to a moment like this and they hear how much Jesus and the Father are about the people, how much he loves them. And so that's why we want you to share the broadcast. That's why we want you to sow into it. That's why we want you to do these things. That's why we are spending our time. I mean, there's a crew of people here every single day to produce this completely to give it out into the world. Why? So that maybe, just maybe, we become all things to all people that we might preach Christ to. It's always about the people. Are we, see, when somebody sows even into this ministry, they are actually sowing directly into this. We're seeking through this broadcast. We're seeking through this broadcast, through this church. We are seeking to seek the loss. We're seeking for the loss that they might be saved. Are we, so when you sow into it, you're participating in it and you do fulfill that part of Jesus in that. That's not, that's not a bunch of weird logic or trying to get around and bend to this point. No, that's directly how it works. But here's what I, I don't want to encourage you just to stop there. It's great for you to sow. But the question is, are you waking up each day seeking the loss in your personal life? Yeah. See, a lot of pastors I, I've watched, and I've been this way. A lot of pastors, they're not seeking to save the lost, but on Sunday morning. But it's not a part of their life Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Because they never lead anybody to the Lord outside of a service. Well, then their people are going to you know, do the same thing. Are we putting on Jesus? You know, when Jesus became our Lord and we abide in him, like Barrett and I were talking about earlier, abiding in him, you know, abiding in him and he abiding in us, do you think that his heart changed from Luke 19.10? To seek and save the lost? You think his heart just you know, magically changed when he went up to heaven? No. He's the same heart. And now it's our job as the hands and feet to fulfill his heart. To seek and save the lost. That means and we're not just waiting on them. We're seeking them. Yeah. We're not waiting on them. We're seeking them. We're not waiting on them. We're seeking them. Please put that in the comments. I'm not waiting on the lost to come to me. I'm seeking them. Now you're putting on the heart of Jesus. It's always about the people. It's always about the people. Let me read verse 12 again. And David realized that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people. For the sake of his people. You know, in our life groups, one of, the, one of the things that we say in our life groups is we've got to become invite-minded. In other words, this is a way to seek, uh, seek the lost. Get them around godly yeah. people. But if, if we're not seeking in our heart the lost, 
then we'll just keep going on in our little comfort zones and the kingdom of God yeah. won't grow. You yeah. know, I, obviously, doctrinally, I disagree with, you know, a lot of, uh, I would disagree with Jehovah's Witness. But let me tell you, at least they do some work. Mm-hmm. You know, I disagree with their doctrine, obviously. You know, I'm a Pentecostal, you know, Christian. Mm-hmm. Pentecostal Christian uh, I disagree with the doctrine. But let me tell you something. At least they do some work. Where's that? We, and see, that's got to be our heart. Lord, help me. Just pray this right now. Father, right now, Father, right now. Help, me help me to change my heart to, change my heart. to the fullness, fullness. Of, your heart. of your heart. That's it. Amen. Help me. We're not waiting on them. We're going to seek them. Are we going to seek them? Oh, yeah. Amen. We're going to seek to save the lost. Seek and save the lost. That's why he came. And that's what we're about today. And like I'll, I'll remind you of what uh, Ted Shellsworth Sr. said, uh, sent me a message. He said, warn the people, whatever you're going to do to win souls, do it now. Whatever you're going to do to win souls, do it now. The Lord warned them. He said, it's time. You've you got to be about it, and you've got to be about it right now. Do not put it off any longer. Whatever you're going to do to win souls, do it now. Whatever you're going to do to seek and save the lost, do it now. It's, put this in the comment again, please. It's always, with God, it's always about the people. Now, you're a people, too. <laughs> I'm a people. You're a people. I'm a people. <laughs> <laughs> We're a people. You're a <laughs> It was, that's a Dr. Pepper commercial. You got it. I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. We're a pepper. How'd it go? Wouldn't you like to be a pepper, too? I'm a people. You're a people. Wouldn't you like to be a people, too? With God, it's always about the people. He wants you to be blessed as well. He wants you. But we have to do our job to sow into the kingdom. You know, it's, it's the interesting thing. Can you imagine? Just watch this. Can you imagine what it would be like if you could have bought Apple stock? Let me use use something I know the exact figures on. Can you imagine if you bought Bitcoin when it was 10 cents per Bitcoin? 10 cents per Bitcoin. There was a guy that bought two pizzas the pizzas were worth $25, and I think he spent 10,000 Bitcoin on that to buy two pizzas because Bitcoin wasn't worth anything at that time. I think it was 10,000. Bitcoin right now is hovering back and forth between $9,000 per coin and 10,000. Can you imagine what, it, what if you had $100, just think about this, and it's, they're saying it may go over $100,000. Think about this. What if you had $100 and you bought just $100 of Bitcoin when it was 10 cents a piece? That'd be 1,000 Bitcoin. Okay? I think that's right. 1,000 Bitcoin. And right now, I just, I'll, I'll go low. It's 9,000. If you bought $100 worth of Bitcoin... At that price, because God gave you insight to something. If God gave you insight to something, 
Today, that would be worth, that $100 would be worth $9 million. $9 million. Now, we're talking about a jump from basically, you know, less than 10 years. It jumped that much. $100 turned into $9 million in less than 10 years. All right. What do you think the value of the rewards of Christ are going to be multiplied by eternity? See, the Bible lays out that there are awards that are given throughout eternity based off what we do with this 120 years we have on earth. He says, look, you can do a little bit of work right now in this vapor of time, and you'll be rewarded in your investment multiplied by eternity. What do you think we ought to do with it? Do you think we should be focused on you know, the vacation house and everything that the world's focused on? Or do you think we ought to be focused on a vapor of time where we can invest right now for eternity? Now, I'm not even talking godly here. I'm just talking logic. But it's godly logic. He's shown us. It's like him telling us about Bitcoin when it was at its lowest price and saying, hey, take a little bit of time, take a little bit of your resources, invest in it, and let me show you what's going to happen. See, this is what we got to understand. Every, every penny that we sow into the kingdom, it equates to that as the Lord leads us to do it. Every soul that we win, every person that we show them the light of God in this time, it is multiplied, not times 10 years, times eternity, not times uh, 10 years, not times 100 years, not times 1,000 years, not times 10,000 years. You know, the old song goes, uh, when we've been there 10,000 years, we've only just begun. Not a million years, billions, trillions, quadrillions of years. Your investment today will be still multiplying. Do you know what you have your hands on? Many Christians don't. And because of that, they're focused more on everything else but God and his ways. And they don't realize what an opportunity they have in front of them, just logically speaking. But here's the other thing. If we just really, truly cared about God as much as we try to put on on Sunday morning, we would say, Lord, whatever is your heart is my heart, and I'm going to go after it even if it doesn't pay anything. Lord, let my heart be to seek and save the lost. I can do it by winning souls myself. Absolutely, everybody should. I can do it by supporting ministries that seek and save the lost. You know, pretty much everybody that's watching this, not everybody will be able to. I would say the majority of people individually, or even ministries that are watching this, they can't put on a daily broadcast like this. They don't have the equipment, they don't have the know-how, but they can sow into one. They can sow into one that's believed God for the equipment, that's believed God for the know-how, that's believed God for the people and the time to do it. And this is a way that we cast a wide net to do that. And when we do that, we're literally investing in our eternity. Yeah. And here's the other thing, forget about the investment. We're pleasing to God. <laughs> we are pleasing to our Father who said... You were going to have an eternity in hell and be tortured forever. But I sent my only son, and Jesus said, I give you my life. Yeah. 
Well, if he planted his life for us, how should I take the remainder of my life on this earth for him, my, the rest of my eternity for him? Lord, I'm yours. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I, I, because you loved me, I love you. We love because he first loved us. See, this is the plan, and this should be an easy decision for us. But we get so distracted, the Bible says, by the cares of the world. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they distract us. The thing you're going through, a care of the world, you know, that you went through, you know, yesterday. A care of the world, the thing that you're going through. It's a, it's a, the Bible says this, this easy and light affliction. We don't realize we're going to look back at this and be like, oh my goodness, that was nothing. Why did I make it so big? Why did I focus on that instead of focusing on the things of God? We're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to say, why did I not just focus on him during this period of time that I had a chance to invest in eternity? Not just with money but with my life. Yeah. Our job is to be after the heart of God, and the heart of God is all about people. Would you agree? Yes. So as you give today, as you sow, you're not just sowing into a ministry. You, know, you got to understand, even if you don't sow, you know, let me... Let me just tell you, even if you don't sow, God will send other people to sow. The question is, who's going to receive the benefit of it? It's really what it is. He'll send other. You're not sowing just into a ministry. You're sowing into the heart of God to be about the people, to seek and save that which is lost. And so you say, Lord, I want to be a part of what you're doing. And, so, and that is what we talked about yesterday. That's how many people open up the water tunnel. That's how many people will say, uh, this is my entrance into the thing that's been a stronghold that I haven't been able to overcome. This, this seed, as I sow seed, and it's not just always financial, it can be actions, it can be you know, people that come and help clean, clean church and people that you know, uh, power wash steeples and all of this, it helps to get the gospel out there. It, and they're sowing in so many different ways. Yeah. But there's a moment where we say, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. If that's you today and the Lord's leading on your heart, uh, on Facebook, you can just type in hashtag donate and the amount after that. Multiple people have done that already. Or anybody can go to givebc.org. And when you do that, you're literally sowing into an eternity. Can you imagine? Look, look at this. What if Bitcoin goes up to $100,000? So that'll be 10 times where it is now. Let's just say $90,000, right? So that, that 1,000 Bitcoin, if you spend $100 and, at 10 cents a piece, 1,000 Bitcoin times $90,000, that would be $90 million. And that's what they're projecting by the end of another 10 years easy. $90 million if you would have bought it then. Mm -hmm. $90 million. That's 20 years on a corrupted earth. What is available to us in an incorruptible eternity? And, and we're not talking about some silly Bitcoin. Because it really is. It's just a tool. It's just silly. We're talking about souls. We're talking about eternity in that way. See, we need to become more eternity focused in our mind. And if we'll become more eternity focused, we'll walk in the power of eternity. God wants you to walk in the power of eternity. Right now, today, you know, I, I, we're talking about all of this. If you don't know God, 
you can become his child, God will open up all the resources of heaven to you. He will open it up, and you will have everything that you've always longed for deep on the inside, the desires that God himself put there. And no matter if you know him or you don't, every single day, what we need to do is we need to renew our fellowship, keep our fellowship with God through Jesus Christ, keep it fresh and alive and abide in him and he abide in us. And so I just, listen, right now today, you can become an an, uh, heir of God Almighty as we pray this. Pray this with your heart. And here's what I'm going I'm to challenge you to do. Believe in God. Believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior. Believe that God sent him for you to take away your sins and believe that he died and believe, hey, he came back to life. But here's what I also want you to do. I want you to make him your Lord. In other words, when you make this commitment today, you're not just saying, you're not just saying, I need saving only. You're saying, you will be the Lord of my life. I sit you, Jesus, on the throne of my heart, and whatever you tell me to do, if you tell me to go win somebody to the Lord, if you tell me to give money, if you tell me to sit still when I feel like i got to go get busy and do something, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. So this is a commitment to make him Lord, not just Savior. So pray this with your heart. Just say it with me. Say, Jesus... Today, Today, I make you you the Lord of my life. I believe believe that you died for me and took my sins. sins. And I believe that God brought you back to life. I believe that you are my Savior. You are saving me from anything that I'll ever need saving from. And I believe. That when God brought you back to life and raised you up, that you didn't leave me in that place of death, but you raised me up with you and you seated me with yourself in heavenly places of authority. And Father, I ask right now that Jesus will baptize me with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So that I can live like you. Lord, I ask you, make my heart your heart. Let me be all about people. Let me seek and save the lost through Jesus Christ. And Lord, right now, I want you, just listen to me for a second. I want you to receive this right now for yourself. Receive this right now. That when Jesus saved you, he saved you from every problem ever. And if you've got problem in your life, if you've got poverty, if you have sickness, if you have a need for restoration in your family, if you've got anything that's, that's gone wrong because of a world that had sin in it and corruption, anything, Jesus is saving you right now. You, the fullness of your salvation is not just that you're going to heaven. It's that he loves you for eternity, and we're in eternity even now. And he will manifest his love. He'll heal you. He'll save you. He'll deliver you. He'll protect you. He'll restore you. He'll provide for you. So right now, I want you to receive this. Just say, Jesus, I receive the fullness of your power and your mercy, and your love in my life right now.
Lord, I declare, I receive your healing, and I have it now. I declare, and I receive, I have your provision supernaturally right now. I will not be in poverty. I will be in abundance. I receive right now your supernatural protection. I receive right now supernatural restoration. I receive right now supernatural deliverance from whatever I need delivered from. And I receive right now intimate fellowship with my loving Father through Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Yeah, Lord, I I just sense right now, even as we're praying, even for people that have known Christ for some time, they're getting revelation. If you're getting revelation of it right now, just drop it in the comments. I see stuff I haven't seen before. I see promises I haven't seen before. Right now, Lord, I I just sense people are waking up to what's available to them. In Ephesians chapter 1, you ought to go read the end of the chapter from about verse 15 on about the inheritance that God has for you. It's your inheritance now, a a power that surpasses greatness on the same level that brought Jesus back to life. I mean something special. That's for every believer and every child of God. And if you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, I have the good, uh, great news of telling you, you... You are a child of God, and you have an inheritance today. Welcome to the family, and if you are already part of the family, welcome to a new day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Kevin says, it's falling off of me now. Amen. Glory to God. Good stuff. Man, we love you. We love you because we're about the people. We love you, we love you, we love you. We praise God for you. You have anything else? That's about it. It's powerful yes. today. Did you receive today? Yep, I did. <laughs> did you need to? Yep, I did. <laughs> Me too. I think sometimes it? peace. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes what happens is our flesh thinks it's overwhelming to try to to go out and witness, but it's yep. that simple invite to something as simple as a life group. Or just yeah. simply invite them to the church. Yeah, it shows them that there's there's a want for them because right now there's a lot of people that don't feel wanted. But that invite is saying, "Hey, we want you to be a part of something. Yeah, we want something for you." So sometimes it's not just sitting there in, in the middle of Walmart and praying for somebody right there. Sometimes it's just as simple as that invite yeah. helps crack that concrete a little bit. Yeah, so that that seed can be planted. And then they can follow up at a life group or at, yeah. in a Sunday morning service or listen to a broadcast that you've invited them to watch yeah. and let that seed get watered and then let it take place. So I think sometimes what we do is we, we let our flesh feel like it can be overwhelming sometimes or people's going to look at you different. Yeah. But it's the simple things like that. And it's just a being obedient and yes. saying, Lord, what do you want me to do with this person? Do you want me just to invite him? Do you want me to pray with him? Yeah. And he'll tell you, because sometimes people don't want you to pray for him right there. Yeah. But sometimes it's just that invite Yes. that helps them. And when you see them come to a life group or a church and you see them, you, see the, you can see the stuff start breaking off and you see the joy start rising up in them. And that's when you know that they're, they're stepping into that presence. Yeah. And when they do that, as they're doing that, you can see the stuff falling off of them. And yeah. then he'll say, now's the time. Yeah. So sometimes it's just as simple as an invite. 
is what means something. You know, I, Buddy said the harvest is ripe, and Johnny said we're not waiting on the lost to come to us, we're seeking them. Can you see that the church and the American church has missed it because they've been waiting for people to come in the doors? Yeah. Um, you know, in the 80s and 90s, if you preached a good message, the church would fill up uh, for the most part simply because people were hungry. They're not there today. And our job is not to just wait for them and see we got lax in our job. Even when they were coming in like that, should we have stopped going out? No. And we've gotten lax. And I'm telling you right now, the Lord's been putting this on my heart. He put it on Barrett's heart the other day. She didn't know that he had already been putting it on my heart. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to announce, you know, we're going to put together a team to go out and win souls on a regular basis. And uh, we're going to put together a team to go be soul winners, to go seek and save the lost. Yeah. And uh, if you want to be a part of that team, just put it right now, I'm on the team. Put it, I'm on the team. I want to be a part of that team. I'm on the team. Drop it in the comments right now. Uh, commit to it. There's something special on today. Commit to it. Amen. But he says, I'm on the team. I like, says. I like what Sean said. The harvest is in the field. The barn is where it's stored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The wheat doesn't get to the barn church without is, you going to get it. Church is the storehouse, not the harvest field. Yeah. Church is the storehouse, not the harvest field. Amen. Good, good point, John. Yeah. I'm on the team. Now, I want you to remember this. <laughs> John says, when I'm in town, I'm on the team. <laughs> I want you to remember this. There's an anointing here today, so don't say you're on the team, and then when it come, comes time, you don't make room for it. Remember, you make room for the anointing. What's calling you to say I'm on the team is because there's an anointing on it, so you have to commit to that. When you say I'm on the team, I'm on the team, we're going to go, we're going to win souls. We're going to have glorious times of seeking and saving the lost. And a church that is about winning souls, God blesses, he pays wages to. Amen. Y'all are blessing me so much right now. Oh, man. So many people saying I'm on the team, I'm on the team. Let's win some souls, let's be about the people. Amen. Amen. Continue to put that on there. I'm on the team. Make sure that we make a note of each person so we can contact them as they go. I'm on the team. Amen. Kevin says, I won't take the things of God lightly. Yeah. Continue to sow if you feel led to sow financially and uh, sow your prayers as well. When we go out on those teams to seek and save the lost, we don't go and win because we just go. We go because we've prayed it out ahead mm -hmm. of time. That's how you win spiritually. Amen. And that reminds me, to next Friday night, the 24th, we will be praying here at the church from 6 p.m. to midnight, a night of prayer. And you are invited, if you are in the area or you want to be in the area, come on and be here. And glory to God, y'all have blessed me. I'm looking at just the numbers. The, the numbers have remained consistent throughout this whole thing. Thank you for honoring the Lord and staying yeah. on and not just running because of uh, life. You, you've done very well today. Thank you. We praise God for you. Share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. We love you so much. We believe in you and God is doing great things for you. Amen. Amen, yeah. Chris. He says, I'm on the team. Glory to God. We love you. We'll see you next week at Lunch Plus and uh, Barrett's going to come and tell you a little bit about that. And so thank you for joining us. We love you. Have a great, great weekend. Great day. Here is Barrett.
Amen. Well, we thank you so much for being on with us. Please keep going ahead and putting it in the comments. If you are on the soul winning team that we are putting together here at Boomerang Church, we would love for you to be a part of it. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to send us a message. You can do that on the Facebook page or you can go to whatsright.com. That is W-H-A-T-S and then W-R-I-G-H-T.com. We would love to hear from you. Share any testimonies you have. God is doing something mighty in these days. And so we want to hear what the Lord is doing through you. And so that you know, we are also looking to put together a partnership program so that way you can partner with What's Right and with Boomerang Church as the Lord leads you to. However, you don't have to wait for us. You can partner right now in your heart, through your prayers, through your giving. And as you partner with us, the same grace that's on us will come upon you. It's how the Lord works. Partnership is a bridge. And so we just thank you so much for your time and we look forward to next week. We've got another great week coming up for you. On Monday, we are going to be having another international food challenge made and baked for us by William S. Aldridge IV, chef extraordinaire. And then we're also going to be having some games. We're going to be doing just some awesome things on Monday. We're so excited about what the Lord is doing. And here's Another thing, if you would like to see something in particular, if you, do you think that you know weird food combinations that you'd like us to eat? Are there movies that you would like us to parody? Are there things that you just want to go ahead and see? Send us a message on those things because this broadcast is for you. So if you have an interest in something, let us know. We love you so much and we're believing for you. If you do not have a church home and you are in Stanley County, near Stanley County, or you don't just want to drive here and never leave like Kevin, then you can come right on. Come to Boomerang. We would love to have you this Sunday, 1030 a.m. We love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for being family. We love you. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday.